Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Can I mention wanking in my joke? I'm, I'll say masturbating. Well, last week we spent 10% of the episode talking about 1930s bollock surgery, so I'd say you're probably fine. You're such a priest. <laughs> Good point. I just, I just didn't want to upset the sponsors. What, the vaginal bacteria people? Welcome to Pints of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast, where much like the local elections, we're worth paying attention to, but buried underneath mountains of depressing bullshit. A dedicated young activist hoping to change his local area for the better, it's Andy Baxter. And the monster-raving loony candidate, Daz Napton. And I'm Rob Ford, the fat, crack-smoking mayor of Toronto, baby. Must be like Christmas Eve for you, Tom, this boat and stuff. Yeah, I, I love pouring over like um, election results on my birthday. Just makes it all the more better. Is that when the results are? Uh, yeah, it's over, it'll be over the next few days. Last, I, I, I'm not being, for anyone at home, I'm not joking. I am that much of a nerd. But um, last year ended up like Hartlepool had the most random like makeup ever. It had like, five socialist labor people like which is arthur scargill's party who everyone thought had like stopped existing and then like five random fascists it was just all over the gaff who was it who elected a dog that time uh, i don't know i think that would have been i think like a, a horse was like the king of spain oh, for a while or some shit <laughs> um i've got some i've got something interesting that i just learned today though do you remember kane the wrestler Yes, he's the mayor of some. He's the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's, that's wild. I did listen to some of his his policies, and his policies are not good. Are they scary? Are they the policies of a guy that used to get dropped on his head for a living? Uh, Yeah, afraid so. Yeah. 
Now, one of his policies, I, I read it as well, one of his policies, if you've got a half-brother with long black hair, <laughs> you can legally challenge him to a hell in a cell in your local village green. Arson is now decriminalised. <laughs> yeah. You, you cannot go to prison for lighting a table in your house. <laughs> Have you seen the video where, it's obviously set up, the video where like a journalist keeps interrupting him and trying to get his points across when Kane's trying to talk. So like he goes full Kane and does the, the whole entrance thing and then slams him into a table. It's, it's, it's very funny, but nice. as I say, his policies are not good. Choke slam straight through the table. Yeah, yeah. I'll dig it out. He's still absolutely huge, but he's just kind of gotten like lumpier. That's what happens when you're like really ripped and old. Yeah. One day we'll know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's why you get a lot of sort of ex forces people who are just like really fat now in it because they used to work out loads and now their body just goes Whoa. and they're just a funny shape. We will see what happened to Ronaldo. <laughs> I wonder what happens. Is there a day where you go from having the six pack to the beer belly? Because they can't both be there visible at the same time, can they? You don't think there's any like intermediary stage between a six pack and a beer belly? Well, there's there's, there's obviously the normal gut, but <laughs> you just like eat, eat one curry after a lifetime of military service or football. It just goes. Oh, here's one, man. I wonder what the fattest man with a six-pack is. You you can't muscle your way to a six-pack. That's a myth. Like, a six-pack appears when you've got a like, certain percentage of body fat. So you reckon there's no fat six-pack people out there? Well, they're there, but they're covered in fat, so you can't see them. Everyone's got those muscles. It's how you bend. Listeners, if you're a fat six-pack person, yeah. find a football 2015... What is it? At Gmail. Yes. Me, someone correct me. At gmail.com. Right in. Oh, yeah. I, I, did, I did see a thing on Dave with one of the world's strongest mans, a guy called Matt. Eddie Hall. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's um, from Newcastle under Lyme. He lives near us. Oh, is he? And he was doing loads of cardio, but also eating like 12,000 calories a day and stuff. So he was the weird mix of being really fit, but really fat. Yeah, I mean, like, you need insane mass to do the things that those people do. Yeah. Like, turn a train with your teeth. Uh, Daz is on his phone now, trying to find a fat six-pack man. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I've Googled. Fat six-pack man. These aren't even fat. What the hell? Because, yeah, I'll show you as fat. I said... <laughs> Oh, uh, there is one. There's a guy uh -huh. called There's a guy called Darren Lyons. Okay, let's Google him. He's quite an interesting character. Is it Lyons with a Y? And also Darren with a Y. Because why not? What the fuck? Okay. Where'd you put the Y in Darren? It's either former mayor of Geelong. No, he's the okay. loudmouth Aussie with pink mohawk. So yeah, the former mayor of Geelong. The former what? mayor of Geelong, yeah. He's yeah, also... no, that's, that's an implant, come on. Don't be stupid. He's paid someone to put them in his body. <laughs> He's a you very said, strange looking Fucking man. stupid. <laughs> you said it was impossible. Look at the state of that. He's also 56. He's done well to get in that shape, man, at that age. Right, Daz, introduce what we're doing. I've grown tired of you.
oh, we're doing what we always do, which is in the mix. And there was no better way to start off the episode by talking a load of random nonsense, because ultimately, that's where we thrive. The king of nonsense himself is going to be telling the story of today as we tick off another country on our quest to tell an interesting, strange, funny or compilation of stories from every country in the world. I am the king of nonsense and you are my jesters. Hmm. Laos, or Lao as I believe it's called. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Hazel. Is a landlocked country in Southeast Asia. It's one of the four remaining Marxist-Leninist states in the world. The only other thing I really knew about Lao before this was that Hank Hill's neighbour is from there. Why did uh, they mention that? It's like his main character trait. But... Um, so in terms of football, the country boasts two, count them, two football leagues uh, with clubs such as Young Elephants, Master 7 FC and Quest United. Nice. I love, yeah. love the name Young Elephants. That's obviously where I go to first every time. Yeah. To quote Wikipedia, Lau has no tradition in other team sports, which is a bit harsh. So they haven't won the... Baseball World Cup. Yeah, it's like, you know, like Mongolia's national sport is archery, so like they've probably got a few good archers, but Wikipedia is just saying now Lao bad at everything. They're not even very good at football. No. They sent a basketball team to the 2017 South Asian Games where they finished eighth out of nine players. Uh, losing, losing in the eighth versus ninth game to Myanmar or Burma as they used to be known. Christ. So that's like the most, an eighth versus ninth playoff final is one of the most depressing things I can actually think of. Yeah, it reminds me of the Conifer World Cup where all 16 teams played right to the end and there was genuinely a 15th versus 16th playoff match, which I think was the one that Tuvalu won. I just, I don't think you need to know who comes in last and second last. It's not important. But is, is knowing who can last more important than knowing who can, like, eighth? I don't think it's important to know who came under third, to be honest. Mm. You're a classic gold, silver, bronze guy. I very much am. What about the wooden spoon, though? There's something quite... Yeah, everyone, everyone gets a wooden spoon. That isn't oh, third. right. Fourth downwards gets a wooden spoon. <clears throat> yeah, but, like, the lower down you are, the more used and, like withered your wooden spoon is mm. if you're fourth you get like a brand new one if you're eighth then it's someone's like spoon that they use to unclog the toilet <laughs> anyway um, the national sport is uh, Muay Lao which is like Muay Thai but is from Lao instead of Thailand we said they had, didn't have any other sports well it's not really a sport it's a, nas- it's a martial art but Wikipedia says it's their national sport I don't think it's played anywhere else, so. No. They're probably, like, the best at that. Mm. World ranking, number one of one. <laughs> the national team is ranked uh, 185th in the world, and they're nicknamed the Million Elephants. What's obsession with elephants? I don't know if there actually are elephants in Laos. I didn't look that up. I thought mm. they were only in India and Africa. 
there's a lot of teams with elephant in the name, so maybe they yeah. imported some. And millions of lots of birds <laughs> to start, wouldn't you? You would. But then, you know, England are the three lions, and I don't think there's three lions in England. Oh, there is. That's very least. true. Oh, uh, uh, there's, there's a couple of Bristols, though. There's got to be one in Longleat. Yeah. Probably more Black- than one. It's just a board, wouldn't it? Were you at Blackpool Zoo the other week, Max? Did you spot any lions? Yeah. Chester. And did we? Maybe. I remember. Good trip, then. probably tell. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll recommend. Well, they've, built, they've built this big fancy new tiger enclosure and you can walk all around it and see all different angles of into it and stuff. Didn't see a thing. There's <laughs> lots of different lots of different rocks and the odd like pool you could go in if they were in there, but they didn't seem to be. Yeah, it's all an illusion. Well, they've got your money by that point, haven't they? You yeah. paid to get in, so yeah. Yeah. It's like the uh, Northern Lights thing when people pay all those thousands of pounds. Really, there's just a bunch of guys with a load of really strong lights just pointing them up at the sky to take your money. <laughs> pointing, them, pointing them north. <laughs> yeah. We know your game. There you have it, folks. Dallas doesn't believe in the Northern Lights. <laughs> this is news to me. We're doing some myth busting. We cover it all here. Nah, it's a lot of nonsense. It's just someone shining a torch through a lava lamp. <laughs> Got the idea lava from lamp, a Lighthouse. <laughs> anyway, Lau, the um, the only player that anyone from outside of Southeast Asia is likely to know is a guy called, um, you'll have to bear with me here, Billy Ketkio Fomophone, <laughs> I guess, um, whose parents fled to France in the 80s, and he's played for Strasbourg, Tours, and Angers. Okay, not bad then. So he's played in uh, League One, yeah, in France. Um, he'd been going, eight, he's thirty-two, but he'd actually been trying to play for Laos since two thousand fifteen, according to an interview I found. But he was always denied because they didn't allow dual nation- nationality players. But he finally got the nod in two thousand twenty-one and has made four appearances. What just last year? Mm-hmm. Nice, what a guy. Yeah, that's all right. He's playing in Thailand now, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, well, I've not been to Thailand, but France is not great. Ah, alienating more potential listeners there. <laughs> <clears throat> we need That's... someone to get France in this this nations thing, don't we? <laughs> get them back on side. I was thinking this actually. I don't know what the hell we're actually going to do if any of us actually draw a big country. <laughs> Yeah, like, what's the best football story from England? Christ. Bristol Rovers double promotion from the conference to League One. Delia uh, Smith. It's definitely Bristol Rovers losing 12-0 to Luton. And nah. that defender scoring 10 goals. I don't think that even <laughs> happened, does. I think that's, um, that's something you've dreamt. Definitely not. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So uh, the national team's best ever finish in a tournament was third place in something called the AFC Solidarity Cup in 2016. Don't know what that is, but yeah, bronze medal. Did you see... Did you see who were the other two teams, or if there were any more than three teams? There, there, there was <laughs> more than there was more than three teams. There should have been eight teams, but two teams dropped out, so they came third out of six. Wow, well, that's fair play. That's that's, that's like enough, yeah, that's probably the best thing they've done. Top half, but unfortunately, uh, just one year later, there was a near total collapse of football in Laos. Yes, um, and that's kind of a. Kind of the main story. What? Because COVID or just. No, this is 2017. So COVID was but a twinkle in the bat's eye. The, uh, the, the conspiracists hadn't cooked it up that one yet. No, like um, the New World Order hadn't started putting it in the, in the water yet. Can I guess then? Was it another conspiracy? Was it elephant flu? No. That's a shame. What about an elephant stampede? Did it run on the pitch and kill everyone? Yeah, funnily enough, they actually made good on their nickname and acquired a million elephants, and it just basically killed everyone. Do it. But no. Um, in 2017, 22 Laos and Cambodia internationals were handed life bans for match-fixing, which had the knock-on effect of nearly collapsing the Laos Premier League because six teams pulled out due to investigations including the reigning champions, uh, Lang, Lang, Lane Shang United. So that's not great. Yeah, that's going to do it, isn't it? Uh, one of the players that got banned is called Matey. <laughs> and another one is called Pease Sophie. And uh, before getting banned for life, Pease used to play for a club called Hello United. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, very shortly after their arguably best ever international finish they football just got decimated in Laos here we go then do you reckon the tournament in which they finished in the top half possibly uncharacteristically may have been fixed reading into it I think it was um, like 15 of the players involved played for the same club so I think it was like Premier League fixtures Mm. I think it was like Lao Toyota or something. Um, they didn't get, they didn't withdraw from the Premier League, even though presumably they lost their entire first team. Mm. It's all very strange. I don't know if like um, the sources I was reading are correct. Yeah, it can be quite hard when you get to the rural Asian leagues. There's not usually much info out there. Mm. It was still easy on that one where I had to resort to just reading weird like marriage adverts in the local paper. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, yeah. What was that? Uh, that don't. That was a mess. I was trying to cobble together a story, but it, the there was like the English language newspaper was written by people with like a GCSE C in English. 
like no offense to him, I can't speak any other languages, but it was very hard to like be sure about anything. So I just resorted to like reading weird personals. It's good. You should listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely have to go back. I, I think, don't miss that one. I think it ended with me being set up with a wife. Yeah. <laughs> How is Fatima? Well, she hasn't died and given me her promised inheritance yet, put it that way. So um, I'm going to take it back a little bit to a more happy time before uh, all too familiar story on this series of podcasts, Massive Corruption Destroying Football. Lau have been managed on two occasions by an Englishman named Dave Booth from Darton, West Yorkshire. Pause for Daz exclaiming. What a guy. You just know he's going to... To be fair, though, it's West Yorkshire. It's not proper Yorkshire. You don't like West Yorkshire? It's not... Well, that, it's not that I don't like it. It's not proper. Yorkshire. They don't even like each other. <laughs> Hasn't he been around, that Dave Booth? I'm sure that name rings a bell as soon as you said it. He's been to, like, <clears throat> 10 different crazy Asian nations as their manager. We'll get to I'm that. I'm not sure how much... Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> So in his playing career, he played an impressive 364 matches for Barnsley and Grimsby Town in the 60s and 70s. So he knows his stuff. Yeah. And then after brief stints managing Grimsby, Darlington and Peterborough, he embarked on a truly insane coaching career, hitting up 17 clubs from 1991 to 2019. So he's been to Ghana, the Maldives, Vietnam, India... Thailand, Cambodia, and Laos, as well as taking charge of the national teams of Brunei, Myanmar, and Laos on two occasions. Basically, he's the patron saint of backpackers. Wow. <laughs> Get him on. Get him I on the show. to say, if he's still knocking about, we would love to invite <clears> him on the pod and do a, a 12-hour spectacular about his career. The, Is like, he on Twitter? Find him. <laughs> The, I, the last place he managed was, um, I think, an Indian club called Ozone FC. Nice. But, like, I think he might have just knocked on the head during the pandemic because he's not managed since 2019. And he was uh, very consistently employed before that. I think he'll resurface. He's just waiting for the right challenge. He's waiting mm. for, like, Fiji women under 23s to come up or something. <laughs> yeah. So there is a good interview with him on YouTube from 2010 where he looks as bewildered as, as I am that he's there. <laughs> um, he managed them from July to December in 2010 and then again from August 2014 to May 2015. Uh, during that second stint, he also won the league with Lao Toyota, presumably <laughs> unaware of any match fixing. <laughs> Or leading it. Oh, dear. Or, yeah, just to preserve the sort of good image I've got in my head of the fella. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But he managed to get five wins and three draws from 16 games and the first result that Lau got against Thailand in 35 years. So looking at the rest of the managers, I think there is a strong argument to call Dave the greatest manager Lau's ever had. Mm. Well, yeah. I can't think of any better off the top of my head. <laughs> there was another guy um, who replaced him in 2015 who was another Englishman called Dave Darby. Uh, he got one draw and five losses from only six games. Um, I'm also 99% sure that Steve wrote his own Wikipedia article because it contains the following without any kind of citations. 
Derby started out as a goalkeeper for Liverpool schools and FA youth team, but never made it professionally and subsequently ended up at Tranmere Rovers before playing for teams in the US and Australia. He has been quoted as saying his career was halted by a severe dot 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 lack of ability exclamation mark. That's his that's his fucking pub line. That's what he says down the pub. He says to all the women. He never plays in Australia. There's no record of him playing anywhere. That's he's just made that wiki article so he could post it when he applied for the Lao job. I genuinely think so. Because it also has, to date, he has coached in 70 international fixtures and is considered one of the most successful English coaches who have ever worked abroad. No, he's not. Although that was written in 2015 and he hasn't coached since. Yeah, he's written that, hasn't he? Like, not to, not to like start a libel case against us, but I put money on it being that guy who was doing all the match fixing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he can even be considered. He's probably not even. He's not even the most successful Englishman to manage Lao. Never mind. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> what a fraud! He is a fraud. It does seem like a, an elaborate scam of some sort, doesn't it? Is he on the run from the from HMRC or something? Is that why he keeps moving around? And, uh, and also, to, go on. Well, no, no. I was going to end it up, so just say what well, you want to say. My point was largely nonsense anyway. I'm saying that if he was a player in the 60s, I don't mean a player. Well, it might have been that as well. Yeah, um, right. he now it's 60 years on. He might be like really old. So he might not be able to get him on the podcast. He might not understand podcasts. Yeah, he looked very. Some would argue that we don't understand podcasts. <laughs> you know, they... He looked very confused to be being filmed for YouTube. Like he didn't seem to get that no one would be interested in watching because it's it's 2022 now and this video was up in 2010. It's had like 500 views, five of which are me. <laughs> and um, but he was like, "Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to discuss tactics before the game against Burma." I just like, I, lo- I love the- it. Like he probably thought he was being just interviewed normally, and then you just imagine halfway through, guess what? You're writing it any of it down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like at one point he was like um, I know they've got DVDs of us playing <laughs> it's a fun interview you should watch it oh, I'm definitely going to give that a go I love those sort of interviews he clearly takes himself very seriously but he did say at one point like um, we put some good stuff in place there's a couple of good young players but I'm not going to be around to see it so obviously he, had his, um, he was either planning on offing himself or he was uh, mm. due for a new job <laughs> He's, he's took him home. He realised the, the gig was up, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so to end on a happy note, under the watchful German eye of new manager Michael Weib, uh, the team have bounced back and beaten Mongolia and Brunei in friendlies for a perfect start to 2022. And uh, I think the lads will join me in wishing the very best to the Lao national football team as they uh, come back from 2017's unpleasantness. They've, they've truly risen from the ashes, and now, with a perfect start in 22, I'd be tempted to just not play any more games this year. Oh, yeah. The Asian Confederations Cup, or wherever it is they are over there. They're in something called it. the C Cup. I don't know what that means. 
<laughs> I know what it means. Ah, <laughs> uh, boobs. Just, just them versus, uh, hey. <laughs> just them versus sea lamb. Oh, the sea cup. <laughs> boobs. Do you guys want to do the trivia thing? Or are we saving that for the other cup pod? <laughs> no, do it. Right. We're here, aren't we? I enjoy it, even if no one else does. Um, I'd enjoy it more if the answers were not made up. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. There was some controversy last time, wasn't there? About uh, oh, yeah, because he just made up the Vinnie answer. Jones. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Vinnie <laughs> Jones, the axe. Oh, was he now? I just called him Mini Jones, he wouldn't like that. Oh, the fact you've used it once, you could probably put that as a quiz question. What was his nickname? Mini Jones. <laughs> There's that one <laughs> podcast that said it. That's his wife. It's just him in a dress. Right. Uh, would you like to go first, Darren? I can't remember who. Uh, I went first last time, actually, so I should would, do one. Would you like to thud off, Darren? Yeah. Andy, for the first sweetie, which player scored the quickest goal in Premier League history in April 2019? Netting just after just 7.7 seconds for Southampton against Watford. And uh, these were written in 2021. Ready? Yeah. Dane Long? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations. Thank you. One sweetie for you. Let's see if Daz can, can catch up. Uh, he's not looking. We can't gesture at him. There he is. Back in the room. I am uh, delighted to inform you that Andy Baxter has won the first sweetie of the of the quiz. No way. Not to psych you yeah. out before yeah. I ask you. Well, you I, I was going to say that. I'm not sure. I've told him. No, I'm yeah. trying to freak. I'm trying to freak him out. Did oh, okay. you Mind Did game. you ask the Steve McLaren question again? Yeah. It was It'd be funny if I just treated you differently, wouldn't it? Dave Booth from from Lab. If there's a Dave Booth question in here, well, what, what is Dave Booth's favorite biscuit? I think what I might do anyway, regardless, because I'm assuming that you celebrated when he got it right. I might just edit the material so when I answer, regardless if it's right or wrong, you just cheer anyway. I reckon Dave Booth likes those fig biscuits he used to get. I like them. Sure, so does Dave Booth. No longer. I've had them for about 15 years. I reckon I don't know if I still like them. Who knows? Maybe I can tempt him on the podcast with a with a packet Back of those. <laughs> anyway, Darren, to match Andrew's sweetie total, which player scored the quickest goal in Premier League history in April 2019, netting after just 7.7 seconds for Southampton against Watford? Sadio Mane. You're thick, you're thick, you're thick, you're thick, you are, you're thick, (laughs) you're thick. Am I? The answer was Shane Long. Was it? Sadio Mane, to the best of my knowledge, has never played for Southampton. Well, he has, but forget about that. That's who Liverpool got him from. Didn't he get the quickest hat-trick? I don't know, that wasn't the question, though. I misheard you anyway. The one for the, the quickest goal, um, they passed it all the way. Watford kicked off, obviously, passed it all the way back. Um, and 
uh, Long ran through and just charged down the, the oh. goalie's clearance and he went in. Yeah. Love that. That was great. Now it's Shane's time to shine. <laughs> Absolute powerhouse. While you stew over your defeat, I will load the random country generator. Oh my God. I'm happy to share my screen if you don't believe me, but you've got France. No. Yeah. Oh, no. I think... Uh, what do we do, redrop? No, you got to do them all at some point. As if, just after we'd said... Just after we'd said about not drawing any big countries, pulled out France. Might just do a deep dive into the career of Fabian Bartas. Yeah, it's it's up it's all it's up to you, man. Can we do Cantona kicking the fan? <laughs> That's just the story. It's just Cantona kicks fan. The end. Yeah, good though, wasn't it? And then years later, it turned out the guy was an arsehole. <laughs> A nation rejoices. Mm. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. You have any knowledge about that guy, or is it just what you? Would like to believe. Apparently, he was just like yelling racist shit. At, um, ah, your man Cantona. If a white man can be racist against a French right white man, if that's what it's called, francophobic. Isn't that abusive about Lampard? <laughs> <laughs> Most Everton fans are francophobes. <laughs> A lot really like him and sort of blame the board for the predicaments. But really, um, in my um, view, that I didn't want him to begin with. He's so, just a uh, he's just a little weenie. He'll be fine well, when he keeps you up on the last day. Exactly. No, I want my Le- twenty-five quid. Leeds have got Brentford, who will have nothing to play for by that point. So uh, they might win that game, and that might be all they need. Who knows? Anyway, let's not. We're talking about the Premier League. Premier League, I know. Sorry, no, yeah, we've just gone from Laos <laughs> to the Premier League, and that is not a good trajectory. Darren, please, could you read out our email address? Well, yeah, of course I can. I know it off by heart. <laughs> it is Pint of Football 2015, 2015 being numbers at gmail.com you are a fat man with a six pack or indeed a fat woman with a six pack please send it in or just send us anything <laughs> if you're Dave Booth please contact us please get, 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 get in touch get your grandson to message us we are also on Twitter at POF underscore reviews I yeah. believe Andy has a joke for us I, I... about wanking no, no, no. I, I decided that was, it was too risque, so I, I decided not to. Anyway, my next-door neighbour had a penis extension. Now his house looks really stupid. Wrong with one anyway. Yeah. Fine. Um, hang on, how was I going to word it? Um, I might just use this anyway. It, see if it's any good, yeah. I'm just trying to think how to, how to set it up. I... I well, I was worried. I got. I, I, hang on. I was. I was worried I was going to get in trouble on my foot. Now. I was worried I was going to get in trouble on my first day as a roofer. No, hang on. I'm, I know. I wrote no before. 
I was, hang on, I was worried. Okay. I, no, hang on, I won't say word, I'll say, I got into trouble as my first day, I, I got into trouble on my first day working as a roofer, because I was caught masturbating, luckily my boss said we could wipe the slate clean, nah. it wasn't worth it after all that, was it? <laughs> uh. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> Never worth uh, masturbating on the job, folks. I uh, just stick to the penis extensions instead. Yeah, you can see where I went. My brain was clearly going that way. Isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> bye. Uh, Till next time. website for details.